This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a $28 billion pandemic relief program for restaurants looks to have served up some fraud. House Republicans are not too keen on giving the IRS billions of dollars to catch more tax sheets. And the Air Force is seeking candidates for a $5 billion cyber services contract. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. October 4th, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Another Small Business Administration pandemic relief program is facing criticism over how it managed fraud. Congressman Blaine Luchtemeyer, the ranking member of the Small Business Committee, wrote to the SBA about a recent audit of its Restaurant Revitalization Fund program. The Government Accountability Office and SBA disagreed over auditors' findings that oversight controls were deficient. Luke DeMeyer wants the SBA to explain why it disagreed with GAO's recommendations to manually review any flagged award for possible fraud. SBA handed out over $28 billion to small restaurants suffering during the COVID pandemic. Out of the 100,000 small businesses which receive funding, GAO says there were at least 4,000 that were flagged for suspected fraud or ineligibility. Some federal unions offer advice to participants in the Federal Employee Health Benefits Program. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. The National Treasury Employees Union says participants should use the upcoming open season to evaluate options and decide which plan is best. FEHBP enrollees' share of health care premiums will increase on average 8.7% in 2023. It's the highest increase for premium rates since 2011. But it's not the only thing causing concern for some groups. NTEU adds that an even higher pay raise of 5.1% would help more federal workers keep up with the rising costs. The upcoming open season runs November 14th to December 12th. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. House Republicans introduce a bill to roll back an $80 billion investment in the IRS. Representatives Michelle Steele and Adrian Smith introduce a bill that would eliminate spending in the Inflation Reduction Act for the IRS to rebuild its workforce and modernize its legacy IT over the next decade. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy vows he'll make this a top legislative priority if Republicans win a majority in the House this November. GOP lawmakers say they're against large-scale hiring at the IRS. The agency, meanwhile, expects to lose more than 50,000 current employees to retirement or attrition over the next six years. The State Department is looking to assess more Foreign Service candidates virtually. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The department is taking steps to allow virtual structured interviews for Foreign Service candidates, as well as exercises meant to simulate real-time critical thinking skills needed in diplomacy work. The department, as part of its barrier analysis work, finds the Foreign Service wasn't drawing many candidates from the West Coast for in-person assessments. This is just the latest in a series of changes. The department, starting in July, no longer uses the Foreign Service test scores as the sole criteria for who moves on to the next steps of the selection process. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency kicks off Cybersecurity Awareness Month with a new mandate for agencies. 
Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. Agencies have six months to start scanning their networks every seven days for new devices and every 14 days for potential cyber vulnerabilities. CISA's new binding operational directive also tells agencies to report the results of those scans to the Continuous Diagnostics and Mitigation Dashboard. CISA Director Jen Easterly says the new directive is driven by lessons learned from cyber attacks like SolarWinds. We are on an urgent path to gain visibility into risks facing federal civilian networks. This was obviously a gap illuminated by SolarWinds. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Air Force is out with its $5 billion contract for cyber services. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The Air Force ended fiscal 2022 with a bang by releasing the solicitation for the all-encompassing multiple award contract for cybersecurity services. The Enterprise Cyber Capabilities, or EC2 acquisition, is a 10-year contract with a ceiling of $5.3 billion. The Air Force wants vendors to provide services across seven task areas, ranging from cyber defense analysis to incident response to threat analysis to digital forensics. Proposals for EC2 are due by October 23rd. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. House Republicans are pressing Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin for answers. And why he's kept the COVID-19 vaccine mandate in place for military members. In a letter sent yesterday, more than two dozen GOP members of the House Armed Services Committee sought answers to several questions about the vaccine, including when Austin intends to end the mandate and how he's dealing with court cases challenging the COVID vaccination requirement. Agencies have a new deadline to share more information about military spouse recruitment at their offices. The Office of Personnel Management says agencies must share how many positions, applications, and appointments they made using the military spouse hiring authority. Although not a requirement, OPM recommends that agencies also give details about the outreach, training, and recruitment strategies they use to hire more military spouses. The deadline for agencies to submit their reports to OPM is December 30th. The White House is looking for some ideas on how to address the cyber talent shortage. The Office of the National Cyber Director released a request for information this week to solicit feedback for a forthcoming workforce and education strategy. The effort aims to address shortfalls that have led to an estimated 700,000 unfilled cybersecurity positions nationwide. The National Cyber Director's Office will accept comments on the forthcoming strategy through November 3rd. TSP returns fell last month for all but one fund. The biggest loser was the small cap index S Fund, which lost 9.91% in September. The only fund that saw gains was the Government Securities Investment G Fund, which gained 0.28%. All of the lifestyle funds saw drops in September, losing 2.33% to 9.29% over the course of the month. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Tuesday, October 4th, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian.
Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. 